I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan from SCP Weekly. We bring you news from on-site and off-site. And we share your love for the creative community that surrounds the SCP Wiki. Join us on Tuesdays for new episodes, wherever you listen to podcasts, or on YouTube at SCP Weekly. The file you are about to hear has been thoroughly scrutinized by the Ethics Committee and approved by the O5 Council for release to trusted associates of the Foundation. This is SCP Unredacted. Item number 7294, level four, secret. Containment class, not applicable. Disruption class, not applicable. Risk class, not applicable. Special containment procedures. The SCP-7294 slot is to remain unallocated. This designation is not to be assigned to future anomalies. All personnel below the clearance level of four are to be denied access to this file and are to be made aware that there is no anomalous object in the Foundation's database that is assigned to the number in question. All information contained in this document is objectively true. Personnel are strictly forbidden from attempting to disprove or deny any of the information contained in this file. Readers of this document are required to not pay any significant attention to the underlined information. The sentences highlighted in such a manner are objectively true and do not require the reader's attention. Currently, there are no ongoing efforts to permanently contain the threat posed by the anomaly as there is no such threat in existence. All personnel are to be reminded that members of the Burden family living in their personal residence in Wales are not in any immediate danger and there are no hostile entities contained within their residency's limits. For this reason, there are to be no ongoing efforts to find a way to safely evacuate the family's members from their home without triggering an aggressive reaction from the anomaly. Description. As of the writing of this document, there is no anomalous item in the Foundation's database that is assigned to the slot of SCP-7294. By executive order, there are to be no future anomalous objects assigned to this designation. The designation 7294 is considered to have been retired from the Foundation's catalog. Given that all the preceding information is factually correct, it would be safe to say the anomaly is not an infohazardous entity that currently resides within a relatively large village house in rural Wales, United Kingdom. The anomaly does not pose any significant danger to those who are aware of its presence in a certain location. The anomaly does not show hostile behavior against subjects who make verbal remarks or undertake actions that clarify as acknowledging its presence in a certain location or its general existence. For these reasons, the anomaly does not pose any significant danger to the household of the location where it takes residence. 
The anomaly does not possess the ability of instantaneous transportation from one location to the other, making containment unfeasible. There are no ongoing efforts to neutralize or contain the threat posed by the anomaly. Further information regarding the anomaly is not to be provided to Foundation personnel below the clearance level of 5. Addendum On 11 June 2016, Thomas Burton, a British citizen living in Wales, who also happens to be the patriarch of the Burton family, contacted the local emergency services with the intention to report the passing away of Mr. Burton's mother, Sophia Burton, from a sudden heart complication. Upon the emergency services arrival, Mrs. Burton was found lying deceased on the ground, having expired from cardiac arrest. After three of the medical staff were killed due to obscure factors, Foundation Mobile Task Force 8 at 10 was alerted and dispatched to ensure the safety of the Burton family. The subsequent recovery operation was deemed a failure. It appeared that any attempt to relocate members of the Burton family to a new residency also did not qualify as acknowledging the existence of the anomaly, as there is no such entity or item in existence. Seven Foundation agents were pronounced KIA following the recovery operation due to unrelated factors. Amnestics were administered to all civilian witnesses except for members of the Burton family who were all promoted to the status of Class E Foundation agents. Incident Log 7294-03 Level 5 Clearance Required Access Granted Code Name Breakfast Excerpt from surveillance footage recovered from the Burton Residency on 1 March 2017. Begin. Log. 8.30. Thomas Burton, age 46, wakes up from their sleep in their personal bedroom. They look to their right to see that there is no one standing next to the foot of the bed, observing them. Mr. Burton gently wakes up their wife, Elizabeth, age 45, for breakfast. 8.31 Elizabeth Burton wakes up. Both Mr. and Mrs. Burton are visibly worried for obscure reasons. They get out of bed to awake their two children, Matilda, 8, and Alex, 17. There is no one else visible on the security footage who is following the couple to their children's bedroom. 8.33 Matilda and Alex wake up to see their mother, father, and no one else standing in front of them. They, too, both become extremely worried, like their parents, for apparently no reason. 8.35 The family moves downstairs as no one else follows them. They begin making preparations as no one else observes. 8.37 Mrs. Burton grabs both of her children by the arms and gestures to them to be quiet. No one seems to be slightly bothered by this. 8.40 The family sits at the breakfast table and begins eating. Mrs. Burton has prepared eggs with ham for breakfast. The eggs are well cooked, yet no member of the family seems to be enjoying the meal. No one can be seen standing behind Matilda, silently watching them as they eat. 8.45 Matilda becomes slightly distressed 
This is thought to be unrelated to the fact that there may be something standing behind them, who now has its hand on the girl's right shoulder. The rest of the family also becomes visibly distressed. 8.46. Mrs. Burton gestures to Matilda to be quiet. Matilda proceeds to slowly pick up a spoon resting on the table and lift it up, as if they are trying to use the spoon's reflective surface to observe an entity standing behind them. 8.48. There is nothing standing behind Matilda. Despite this, they begin progressively getting more and more distressed. 8.49. Mr. Burton panics and attempts to slowly reach out to Matilda and make them place the spoon down. Matilda cannot contain their fear any longer, and they let out a brief scream which is cut short by them expiring. There is no factor visible in the room which could have possibly caused Matilda's death. For this reason, Matilda is presumed to have died from natural causes. 8.50 The family is visibly devastated about their youngest member's untimely death. However, they try very hard not to react to Matilda's death in any extreme manner, as it is breakfast time, and any properly functioning family would hate to ruin such an important moment of the day. 9.13 The family finishes their breakfast, during which Mrs. Burton tells a short story about the late Sophia Burton, and how she wishes to have paid more attention to spending time with her when she was still alive. Other family members also expressed great regret about ignoring and not caring about Sophia when she was alive. No one else except the Burton family is in the room, and they appear to be satisfied. Later that day, the family buries Matilda in the backyard of the family's home. The entirety of the Burton family, along with six members of the Foundation surveillance team present around the area, attend the funeral during which Mr. Burton delivers an emotional speech about his memories with his late daughter. They burst into tears halfway through the speech and have to be comforted by family members. No one else is also among the attendees. The rest of the day continues as usual. End log. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, join my Discord community, hire me on Fiverr, or help support me by becoming a patron for as little as $3 a month. Regardless of tier, all patrons get early access to every single episode. The links are in the description. I don't have the talent it takes to write a skip. All I do is read. Original authors make this podcast possible, so credit to the original author. Their link's in the description. Show them some love as well. Consider becoming a member of the SCP Wiki. Upvote their work and maybe write a skip of your own. Maybe I'll read it here someday. You never know if you never try. The content of this podcast and content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons ShareLight 3.0, and all concepts originate from scpwiki.com and its authors. This recording being derived from this content is hereby also released under Creative Commons ShareLike 3.0. I'm Grigori Carpin from Simply Creative People, the podcast where we discuss GOIs, canons, and stories from the SCP Wiki, and we try to recommend things for all fans of the Wiki, new and old. Look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. 
visit the show page at anchor.fm slash simply dash creative dash people or follow us on Twitter at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T. Hey there, this is DJ Skip, host of Foundation After Midnight Radio, coming to you from the only third shift broadcast for personnel by personnel. Be sure to tune in wherever you listen to podcasts to not miss out on containment news and community announcements from within the Foundation.